0: Welcome to The Flying Baton, the magical land of Beginning Band, coming to you from the beautiful Shenandoah Valley of Virginia, your host, Charlie Nessmith. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of The Flying Baton. I am so glad that you can join us today. My name is Charlie, and I will be your guide to this magical land of Beginning Band. So for our first episode here, I'm just going to talk a little bit about the purpose of the podcast, why we're starting it, and just a little bit about my background. So I've always been a sucker for practical pedagogical information that is immediately useful. I'm not really one for educational jargon. Uh, I really want to make sure that I can give a lot of really useful and practical information. We are going to have interviews on the show, but I want to make sure that each one has a specific focus. At the end of each episode, we're going to have a literature pick of the week where we'll dive into a piece that you could potentially use in your program. We'll discuss what's great about the piece pedagogically and how it might fit into your band curriculum. On our website, theflyingbaton.com, we'll have links to where you can buy the music and listen to the piece in its entirety. We'll also include some range information for brass and other special considerations. Stay tuned to the end of this episode for the very first pick of the week. So a little bit about myself. I've been teaching for 13 years in Virginia public school system, the last eight of which have been in beginning band. I absolutely love beginning band. I've taught middle school and high school. And middle school is just my absolute favorite. I really, really love it. And I want to share that joy with the world. I teach at a school called Shelburne Middle School in Stanton, Virginia. We are the largest band program in the Shenandoah Valley. Our school population is around 600 and the band has about 220 students. Now our particular school is a city school and it has a very, very high poverty level. In fact, all of our students get free breakfast, lunch and after school snack every day. Some of them get backpacks of food to take home over the weekend because without such, they wouldn't be able to eat. Despite this, we have a really thriving arts community and a very, very strong band tradition at this school. And that started way before I got here. So I have my predecessors to thank for that, Sheba Lane and Alan Kirkdorfer, for leaving me just an incredible program to take over. Because our band has a pretty large number of students, we are lucky enough to have two band directors at my school. So we have myself and my co-teacher, John Wilson, who's in his third year of teaching. Our band's doing quite well, and we've had a lot of successes over the last several years. I feel kind of weird about reading that on air. So if you want to read more about the program, uh, you can visit our band webpage, ShelburneBand.com, or you can visit theflyingbaton.com as well, and I'll have some information about there about our specific program. But I really enjoy working here. We have a really, really great administration, super supportive. In fact, my predecessor, Alan Kirkdorfer, is one of our principals here. So that's really awesome to have a former band director on your administrative staff. Our guidance is super great, and they work really, really well with us on whatever we need. And I have pretty much what I consider, it's it's almost my dream schedule. We have kids in sixth grade broken up into instrument families. So we'll have like a flute percussion class. We have a saxophone clarinet class. We have a trumpet horn class and a low brass class in sixth grade. And then in seventh grade, we combine those into a brass percussion class or a woodwind class. And then in eighth grade, we see them all together every day in the same block. Now, outside of band, I've been the principal percussionist of the Waynesboro Symphony Orchestra for the last five years. The WSO is under the direction of Dr. Peter Wilson, who is Master Gunnery Sergeant of the President's Own Marine Band. I'm also a founding member of the Valley Wind Ensemble. The Valley Wind Ensemble is currently under the direction of Dr. Stephen Bolstad, who is the director of bands at JMU. This ensemble is made up of music educators, college professors, retired military musicians, and private lessons teachers. And there's actually three groups of this kind in Virginia, including the Virginia Wind Symphony in Virginia Beach and the Fairfax Wind Symphony. And it's just such a great opportunity to explore band literature and build connections with people who are in your field. So being part of that ensemble is awesome. It's probably the most fun ensemble that I play in just because of the camaraderie with other band directors and getting to explore literature that you may want to use in your own program. Now, my family life, my wife and I have been married for 12 years. We have an adorable mutt named Luna, who is a year and a half old, and we're expecting our very first baby boy on April Fool's Day of this year. So we are very, very excited. It is our first kid. We have no idea what to expect or how life is going to change or how to fit in being a band director with all the crazy scheduling things that you get with being a band director and fitting that into still being a good husband and a good father. It's going to be an incredible adventure, and I'm, I'm really, really excited about that. I'm sure we'll we'll probably have an episode on work-family balance at some point in the future. But yeah, my wife and I, we are so, so incredibly excited about this new venture together. As far as hobbies, I think when our son is born, uh, my list of hobbies will probably significantly dwindle, but my wife and I enjoy hiking quite a bit. I'm also a pretty avid PC gamer. Uh, I don't get to play a lot during the school year, but when I do, I really, really enjoy it. Um, It's just a pastime that I grew up with, and I, I really like doing Um, And I play a lot. You know, I I play in an orchestra. I play in a wind ensemble. Uh, Sometimes I take on other fun projects and gigs. Um, I'm starting to judge a lot more often now for concert band, which is really, really fun. And that kind of takes up most of the time that's available. Like I said, when our son is born, we'll see how much time is left for hobbies after that. So if you'd like to know more about the podcast or my school or my personal bio, you can check out the flyingbuton.com. And in the show notes for today, I'll include a bunch of links for you to check out if you want, you know what time it is. All right, this week's pick is a piece called And It Begins by Haley Woodrow. And this was published by Alfred Music in 2018. There's a lot of things I really, really like about this piece. For one, the low brass comes in with the main melody. How often does that happen, right? Or, you know, if the low brass does get the melody in a piece, typically they're like the last people to have the melody, like kind of at the end of the piece. But right after the opening introduction, the low brass come in with the melody statement. And I really, really like that right off the bat because so often in middle school music... the the low brass is not playing very interesting parts. And I, I specifically try to look for things where they're doing something interesting and they feel like they're an integral part of the group. Interestingly, there's cues in the clarinet part for that low brass melody. And the clarinet part goes down to low E quite a bit. So I have my clarinets learn it just because I want them reading more down in that really, really low range. But if you have a very small low brass section and they need a little bit of extra support, you can have your clarinets chime in there too. Now, one special consideration for this piece is you need to have a really good snare drum player, a really confident snare drum player who can play in time. In fact, I think it would probably be a really, really good idea to have two students learn the snare drum part in case one person is sick, because if you don't have snare drum in this piece, there's very, very large sections that would feel very, very empty without it. This piece has a really, really good use of accidentals, but not too much. It's definitely approachable for a second-year group or third-year group. The flutes and saxophone players have trills, and there's a lot of contrast in style and articulation. there's this really interesting um legato section in the middle that has some very quirky chords and it's really really fun i wasn't quite sure how that would work out with a middle school group like typically if you throw chords that are too complex at a middle school group it ends up not sounding the best because sometimes they have intonation issues and things like that but it actually worked out really well and the kids really really enjoy the quirkiness of the harmonic motion I'm currently playing this piece with my 7th grade band, Um, and I think this could work for 7th or 8th grade. It's definitely a bit of a stretch for 7th grade due to the ranges. So the clarinet 1 part goes up to C above the staff, and the clarinet 2 part hits B natural in the staff right over the break. Uh, It hits that note several times, and I think that's great a really great thing for 2nd year clarinet players to work on. Trumpet 1 goes up to E in the staff, so that's a bit of a consideration. Trumpet 2 is very comfy. Now, there are two trombone parts for this piece, and the first part goes to D above the staff. And one thing that I really, really appreciate is that the euphonium and bassoon parts are different than the trombone parts. And of course, maybe one of the most important things is my kids really, really enjoy this piece. It was a big challenge for them. It's still a challenge for them. We've been playing it for a couple months. We are going to take it to our state assessment with our seventh graders coming up pretty soon here. And I think it's a really, really solid pick to work on range and to work on style and articulation, particularly with those second and third year students. If you would like to check out this piece, check out the show notes for links to buy it and to listen to the piece in its entirety. This has been. All right, everybody, thank you so much for joining us today on The Flying Baton. You can read more information on our website, theflyingbaton.com, or our Facebook page, The Flying Baton. If you feel like you have some people that you know who would find this podcast useful and helpful, please feel free to share that with them. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us on The Flying Baton. Remember, may your tone be dark and your humor light.